Hey guys, future Rebecca here. I just wanted to give you a heads up that you're going to hear some electrical interference during this episode. Try as I might, I wasn't able to remove it while editing the episode, but we do have a couple of fixes in place to prevent it in the future. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. And welcome. We are the Ladies of Strange. I'm Ashley. I'm Tiffany. And I'm Rebecca. Thank you for joining us each week as we discuss the history, mystery, and theory of all things questionable, odd, and eerie. Hello, ladies. Hi. Hi, friend. How are you? Good. How is everyone? Awesome. Good. That's good. Why do you almost have yak a little bit? Is that a burp? Don't just don't bring don't bring it up. We're not going to talk about recovery right now. Okay. Shall we talk about my subject? I'm in denial. Yeah, let's talk about your subject. Guess what I'm doing? Goats. Nope. Oh. Science. Always. <laughs> Statics. Random facts with Rebecca. Ta-da! Except y'all get to guess the theme. Oh. Oh, okay. I'm excited. Charts. Graphs. Up first. The solid. Up yours. What? <laughs> <laughs> Puck you. Oh, that was loud. Aggressive. I'm sorry. Puck Ow. you. So okay. sorry. Up first is the Salish Sea Souls. Salish shell sea souls by the seashore? No. Starting in 2007, feet have been washing up on the British Columbia coastline. (gasps) Dismembered body parts. Pacific Northwest? (laughs) Since the initial foot, there have been 15 feet found total, seven individual feet, and four sets. I'm so happy. Besides their location, all feet have been found inside their shoes, some from the ankle down, while others may or may not have a tibia or a fibula attached. Interesting. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Whales f- don't like legs. Ew, Got it. God, they no. like the white meat. Why feet, though? Because they get trapped in the shoes and can't decompose part or decompose and pull apart. <laughs> <laughs> they can't. Listeners can't see me, but but I'm nodding encouragement to Tiffany because she's got this. I got this. It's theorized that it's due to how the body naturally composes. So the ankle is the weak connection between the leg and the foot basically mm-hmm. uh-huh. paired with the fact that the shoes protect the feet from elements and wildlife theories about why the feet just randomly show up on coastlines maybe it's not as random as you think range from a serial killer with a unique calling card to lower mainland gangs Ooh. all of these theories would lead you down an impressive youtube rabbit hole oh Ooh. The actual answer is a lot less exciting. Oh, damn it. 10 out of the 15 feet that have been found have been linked to accidental deaths. In the water? Yes. Huh. With tennis shoes on. Yeah. Well, yeah, like if you're well, out on a boat. Most of them. If you're out on a boat, I'm on a boat and I don't it's wear tennis shoes. But on you're boat. in your flippy flops. Yeah. True. Or your water shoes. <laughs> so Andy Watson, a spokesman with the British Columbia Coroner Service, said, we don't see any indication that there is any suspicion of foul play. Sometimes there are natural deaths or suicides or accidental deaths like a fall, which kind of makes sense. This portion of British Columbia is not the only portion of the Pacific Northwest where feet like to wash up. It's also not the only place in the world that seems to be a magnet for loose remains. But why haven't we seen feet before 2007? Oh, I don't know. We have. No, we have not. I mean, we have, but they weren't showing up. In <laughs> I had feet before 2007. They weren't Same. showing up in the droves that they are now. 
if you ask my dad, my feet got replaced many times because he would ask me first day with your new feet. Anytime I tripped, he, <laughs> he, he thought he was funny. <laughs> where would you get that from? On point. Anyway, but there's a really simple answer to this. It's the rise of popularity in air pockets and foam used in popular running shoes. Oh. So this is floating instead yes. of sinking. Exactly. So think about it. The rest of the body decomposes. There's a natural breaking point at the ankle. Foot detaches. And it goes bloop, 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 bloop. Yeah. And then washes up on shore. Tiffany, think about how many feet are just hanging out in the bottom of the ocean. Just like the worst buoy surprise ever. Just waiting to pop. Okay. Hello. So one, that's fascinating. Two, Ashley, stop trying to pay me back for goats. And Never. three, this is so cool. So would you like to talk about the feet that were found? Yes, yes, please. Foot one was found August 2007. It was a left foot off of Jedediah Island. It was a missing person, male, 2004. So this is kind of how I have it structured. Foot found in order, when it was found, which one it was, where it was found, and if it has a history. Okay. So foot number two, August 2007, right, Gabriola Island. A missing person, 2006, male. Foot number three, February 2008, right foot, Valdez Island, missing person, 2006, male, linked to foot number five, which they find later. Oh. Foot number four, May 2008, is a right foot found near the Fraser River, uh, missing person, 2004, female, linked to foot number six. Ooh. So foot number five, which was linked to foot number three was found near the Fraser River. So these feet are, even though they might be pairs, they're sometimes found in very different locations. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting. Yeah, with different currents and such. Mm -hmm. So foot number six, November 2008, was a left foot found off of Kirkland Island and is linked to body number four. Body foot number four. Quick question. Yes. How far apart are these feet found? Do you know like... I don't know the hectares exactly, (laughs) but it's like the same Bay Area. Okay. Okay. It's not like one's found in bottom part of Alaska and one's found in Oregon. Yeah, this is all found like in the same city. Coastal region. Coastal region, yeah. Excellent. How exciting. Foot number eight was found August 2011. Left foot was found off of False Creek. An identified male linked to number 10. Foot number nine, November 2011. Right foot, Sasamat Lake. DNA linked this foot to a missing persons case from 1958. And this foot was actually found in a boot. What? So this is the weird one out of the rest of them. But it's dated so far back that foul play is not expected. And one of the things that I found while researching is when they were looking at the feet, they're looking for like signs of dismemberment, such as marks on the bones and whatnot. This all looks like just natural decomposition. Hmm. Wicked. Uh, (laughs) Wicked. (laughs) Foot number 10, August 2012. Right foot, False Creek, linked to number eight. Foot 11, you kind of get where these are going. Bunch of feet. Most of them linked to missing persons cases. The most recent one washed up February 2018 in West Vancouver. And right now it's not identified, but they think it's a male less than 50 years of age and has a size 9.5 foot. Good to know. So yes. while it's super interesting, there's not a whole lot that is there's not a whole lot of foot with this case. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how have we not found any feet in the lake by us? Because that one's kind of like well known for. Well, you don't really have currents there pushing stuff around. And when you're on a lake, like I understand people in shoes, like tennis shoes, 
in bays on a boat, that type of thing. Tourists going out fishing. Yeah. Whereas on the lakes nearby us, they're mostly recreational. And if you do go fishing, you're still not likely to wear tennis shoes. Or want to go fishing in that lake. Yeah, no, don't go fishing. There are too (laughs) many dead bodies in that lake to want to fish. It's fine. I don't do lakes either. I have an aversion (laughs) to water. (laughs) Are you ready for my next story? Yes. Yes. The Mesonychotiothis hameltoni. I'm sorry, one more time. Latin phrase for colossal squid. <gasps> ah, okay. I think I have Are you talking the... about like just large bodies of water to freak Tiffany out? Are you my payback, Rebecca? You are still my best friend. This is totally Ouch. not planned. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy. Ouch. It's um, all going to be about large bodies of water to make you uncomfortable because you treated treated taunted me with goats okay (laughs) one i don't like that two do these also have the theme of you learned about them through one of our favorite podcasts no because i heard about the foot thing through them and i remember something about a giant large squid these are all pretty popular stories okay that occur in the pacific northwest well not the giant colossus squid Oh, really? Okay, maybe it wasn't a Ouija broad thing. And there's apparently a difference between a giant squid and a colossal squid, but we're specifically talking about the colossal squid for obvious Fair. reasons. I am very uncomfortable. Just hit me how big that is. <laughs> no. You, I haven't even given you like size references yet. A giant squid is too big. No. And we're talking about a colossal one. Bring it on, Rebecca. Okay. Uh. They were first discovered in 1925 when two arms were found inside the stomach of a sperm whale and is the largest cephalopod to date. Two arms of the squid? Yeah. Oh. Release the kraken. I don't like... Yeah, they think this might have inspired the kraken. I don't like whales either. And you brought those in. (laughs) Time for you to get back on the anxiety train. So scientists think these squids are a result of deep sea gigantism, which I didn't know was a thing, and they still don't know what exactly causes it. (laughs) But let's dive into some theories. Oh, when you started talking about goats, I was so happy because I suddenly felt so much less like a bitch. I'm so uncomfortable. So you can Google examples of deep sea or gigant- don't <laughs> deep sea gigantism, such as the Japanese spider crab, which looks like a cross between Aragog and a crab. Yeah, they're real creepy. Yeah, we have some at the aquarium here. Those don't bother me because they're still like I'm bigger than them. But you're not the, not the crabs. No, the ones at the aquarium you are because they only have X amount of room. But the ones that actually live in the ocean, you're not. <laughs> Somebody else feels sick to their stomach. No, I'm nope, good. I feel great. Oh, God. You want to go to the beach each? No. Let's go get away. Um, ma'am. Uh-huh. Paranormal coitus. Oh, my God. Goats. I know. I'm Phallic sorry. festivals. I'm sorry. Goats. It's your turn. I know. I'm sweating. Let's do this. <laughs> So, deep sea gigantism is more common toward the poles, i.e. colder waters. There's a couple theories as to why this happens. First is Bergman's rule and is related to temperature. Larger animals have less surface area relative to volume, so they radiate less heat based on their mass and stay warmer in colder climates. Look at that. Science is pretty cool. I want barf. (laughs) But yes, sure. Second one is Kleber's law. Uh, Massive animals generally have a lower metabolic rates and need less high quality food to survive. Can relate. (laughs) (laughs) 
Other theories expound upon whether the animal's giant size help the organism resist high amounts of pressure like on the bottom of the fucking ocean. Yeah. We don't know why these exist yet or how they exist. They just do and they're there. They're amazing. Because that is hell. That's it. When you go to hell, you are surrounded by the deep sea, whatever that was that made me uncomfortable. Deep sea gigantism? Yep. That would probably be your hell. I would be stuck on a podium with a goat. <laughs> so, real quick side note, I've always thought to myself, like, okay, I'm probably going to end up in hell. What's it going to be like? It's probably not going to be that bad. This would be it. And I, I want to start donating to charities <laughs> and volunteering and doing good things with my life. I'm so happy to see you. We're so uncomfortable. I'm sweaty. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> So the colossal squid's elusive nature makes them very difficult to study. That, coupled with the fact that they're a deep water species, preferring depths of around 1,000 meters, or 0.62 miles, or 3,280 feet. Wait, hold on. 1,000 meters, or 0.62 miles, or 3,280 feet. There's about 5,270 feet in a mile. 0.62 0.62 miles doesn't seem deep enough. That's straight down. 0.62? That's not even a full mile. No, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> that is how numbers work. You are correct. Hold on. How? how are, are you missing a number before the 0.62? No, because it's 0.6. The math made sense. They're near Antarctica, and we know very little about these creatures. The specimens that have been seen are believed to be juveniles. Oh. Oh, and they're already that big. (laughs) (laughs) Who will venture into shallower waters? It is these juveniles that have been found eating fish from the hooks of fishermen. Think like commercial sized fishing hooks, not the ones you have in your garage. That's what we have at the at the at the aquarium. They're baby spider crabs. Real quick, just a side note, I googled something that also makes me feel anxious. The 0.62 miles isn't that bad when you consider it's only 62 miles from Earth to the limit of space. What? Where suborbital space begins. I mean between like where the Earth's atmosphere ends? Yes, it's only 62 miles straight up. So that makes sense. 62 point- miles seems much larger, but 0.62. You want to go run 0.62 miles and see how far it is to get to the bottom of the... 0.62? Anything uh. below my knee is too much in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> so... 0.62 miles isn't even like out of your neighborhood. But it's straight. Why are we getting wrapped up on this point? Because I'm 0.62? Con- because she wants me... Because <laughs> she wants me to feel super uncomfortable. Well, we're going to get even more uncomfortable. No, why do you do this to me? Because goats. Oh. <gasps> The specimens that have been seen are believed to be juveniles due to the elusiveness of the adults. Their adult size is not truly known, but is believed females are typically larger than the males and that adults could reach lengths of 46 feet and weights of 1,100 pounds. This is the squid? Yep. Oh, cool. Squid. Eyeballs have a 25 centimeter diameter or 9.84 inches. And they have hooks with, they have suction cups with hooks on them. Nope. So did you know squids have beaks? 
Yes. I did know that. That's so cute. Right? So the way they measure beaks is they take the lower rostral length, which is the length of the straight cutting section of the lower beak. It is not directly proportional to the squid's size. The largest found equaled 49 millimeters, which is just under two inches. Oh. But to put that in perspective, a squid weighing roughly 352 pounds had an LRL of 40 millimeters, while another that weighed 1,091 pounds had an LRL of 42.5. So even though the beaks might not get all that much bigger, the animal might get significantly bigger. It's like an exponential curve. It's like a curve we don't need in this world. A beak curve? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I legitimately tried to say something there and then my body said no. (laughs) So, despite its size, it's not believed that this creature is as aggressive as how it's been depicted in illustrations. The colossal squid, having a rather slow metabolism, prefers to just chill until prey happens to swim by within reach. Fair. Me too. (laughs) Despite being a super chill mega beast, the sperm whale. Oh, God, no. That's my new drag no. name. A super chill mega beast. Uh, real quick, on the Actively squid. Actively hunts this creature. The sperm whale hunts the colossal squid? Yes. <gasps> Yummy. So Calamari. fun facts about sperm whales. No, no, no. 77,000 no, pounds. No, pause for just a second before we move off of the colossal squid. You can find some fantastic... A rule 32 stuff on the colossal squid and that gets me back on track from being super uncomfortable sperm whales weigh seventy-seven thousand pounds to 130,000 pounds oh my god and it can have a 40 foot length and they actively hunt the colossal squid quite a bit of what's currently known about the colossal squid actually comes from sperm whales being found with wounds afflicted by the squid and what have been found inside the whale's tummy the whale's tummy how cute I am, okay. Fun fact, while researching, I came across video. I bet it's not fun. This is not related. Okay. Well, it might be. We don't know where these came from. While researching, I came across videos with unidentified ocean sounds, and I was not impressed (laughs) with the astute attention my cats gave to the sounds. (laughs) (laughs) I'm intrigued. It was like, I turned it on because I was like binging YouTube videos to figure out what type of creepy ocean facts I wanted to use to terrify Tiffany for life. Yes. And I found ocean sounds and I'm like, oh, this is creepy. I looked down, both my cats are just like, what the fuck is that? Wrapped attention at my TV and I'm like, well, this is over. Yeah. They just got some some subliminal message from the Cthulhu and I'm going to (laughs) die. You deserve it for presenting this. I did not mean that. That was harsh. I'm not done. I have one more subject. Okay, then I did mean it, and it wasn't harsh. (laughs) Finally, we have the Baltic Sea Anomaly. Oh, this sounds intriguing. This as she turns her entire body away from you. This will make you feel a little better, but but not this specific fact. It's believed that less than 5% of the ocean floor has been explored, with only two missions sent to the ocean floor, one in 1960 and one in 2012, thanks to James Cameron. Good okay, job, James Cameron. So I knew the thing about James Cameron, 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 <laughs> Cameron, and I knew that it was a very small portion, which does not make me feel better. But I say let's leave it at that. Why would you not want to know? Because I want to pretend it does not exist. That's healthy. You realize most of our Earth is covered by the ocean, and they're getting bigger by the second with global warming. I do. You don't want to know what's about to be walking on our... It will happen long after I'm gone and my ancestors will have to deal with it. Not me. It's fine. Okay. I want to know. I'm glad. I want to know what love is. Okay. Well, in June... I want you to show me. 
And I want to feel. I'm sorry, we're done. For real this time. Go ahead. In June. June 2011, a sonar image was taken of the bottom of the Baltic Sea by Ocean X, which is a team from Sweden, during an investigation to find two Swedish mer- merchant ships that were sunk by Nazis in World War II. I thought you were going to say Swedish mermaids. Nope. <laughs> so about the Baltic Sea, it's located in northern Europe between like Sweden, Finland, Poland, not touching the country where frozen took place, but it's by there. Okay. Yoo-hoo. It has a max depth of 1,506 feet and has an area of 1,145,561 uh, square miles or how, how many, many hectares? hectares? <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you wow. can't remember if you say how many haws or how many hectares. Hectares. It is 37,700,126. No. <laughs> I think that's the most haws we've talked about. That's, no. just, that's just the surface. No. Just the tip. No. <laughs> that's no. what she said. I'm all for... No, never mind. Uh, Average no. temperature is 7.1 Celsius or 44.8 degrees Fahrenheit. Well, that sounds nice. But that's <laughs> average. That's not like including, you know, the freaking cold winters. Ugh. The frickin' cold winters. So Ocean X is a team that is focused on finding second treasure, one of their finds being the schooner Yonko Pink in 1997, where 2,400 bottles of champagne from 1907 were recovered and then sold at astronomical prices. Ooh. Price is right. What did they sell for? I'm going to say 1.2 million. Well, are we talking per bottle or the per, whole shebang? Per bottle. And they're from 1907? Yep. 2.5 million. Tiffany won. Damn. Yeah. Uh, I actually found a website that was selling some of these bottles. Uh-huh. One, uh, one was listed for $3,646 and the other for $4,050, which for a bottle of champagne, considering I usually pay like 15 bucks. Which is <laughs> a bottle of uh, Dom Perignon. I agree with you. I pay like 15 bucks and I try to get the $15 champagne when it's got the Kroger discount, so it's even cheaper. But that is way too much money for a bottle of champagne. Can you still drink it? Is it? Yeah. People collect it and drink it. They also did one of these in one of their excursions. Excursions? Uh I think that's the right right word. They also recovered brandy. It was either brandy or cognac. I can't remember which one. Okay. I think your phrasing of astronomical pricings is a bit extreme because a bottle of Dom Perignon is $600. That's just for like the average, like top of the line champagne average. Ah. And then uh, there's also a Dom Perignon Brut Champagne Rosé. There's more to that description, but I'm not going to the link. That is $15,000. Jesus. Still a, but $4,000 is still a lot. It's for, a lot. But when you said astronomical, I was thinking like. I thought astronomical. I'm like, I balk a little. I have to pay 15 bucks. Yeah. That's why I just go buy single serve mimosas. So June 2011. Sonar image was taken. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. The image was low resolution, but looked out of place on the ocean floor, 300 feet below, and kind of looked like a flying saucer. <gasps> I was space aliens. Uh, nope. Nope, nope, nope. Sea honey. aliens. I got some conflicting information on how big the flying saucer was, anywhere from like 60 foot to 180 foot in diameter. Ooh. It's reported that divers and, and service crew who try to get closer experience electrical malfunctions. <gasps> it is aliens. Don't you feel better? I do. I feel so much better See, about See, I'm not this. a complete butt. How I mean, f- I wouldn't go that far, but yes, I feel better. Yeah, but how do you feel about giant aliens? I mean... Maybe the squids are giant aliens. Don't like that. <gasps> nope. Um, 
No, I'm just going to stick with the aliens in my head. Tell me about their spacecraft. So there has been much criticism regarding the image quality, which not only doesn't help in identifying the image, but also decreases the validity of the finds. Initial hope was that the Baltic anomaly was a sunken UFO or a leftover piece of World War II Nazi technology. Oh, oh. <laughs> regarding ufo sightings when aliens are not spending time in nevada in the nevada desert they are known to vacation over the baltic because apparently they occasionally see ufos too huh. and june 27 2008 a mysterious silver disc was seen flying for nearly one hour above the blue lakes for an hour definitely an alien yeah that's the only one i could find but then again i didn't dive all that hard into right. it or nazis or it could be nazis wunderwaffes or Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going from UFOs to Nazis. During World War II, the Baltic Sea created a natural barrier between the Soviet Union, Scandinavia, and the Axis powers, which were Germany, Italy, etc., etc. Um, naturally, warfare ensued with mines being placed in the sea and the Nazis trying to keep their source of iron ore, which was imported from Sweden. It's during this time it's believed the Germans created underground structures with the purpose of scrambling enemy communication and to defuse minds. I want it to be alien, so I'm going to pretend that did not happen. But this also kind of explains why electrical equipment stopped working within 200 feet of the anomaly. Oh, that does explain it. (laughs) Damn it. So those are two more on the conspiracy theory side. Rocks from the area were gathered and sent to be analyzed. And while the rocks were not from the Baltic Sea, such as some of them were volcanic rocks, if I remember correctly, glacial drifts are the most likely explanation because they actually think the Baltic Sea was created by glacial drifts. And the team has yet to gather enough funds to explore further to determine if something man-made lies just beneath the Earth's surface. Visit patreon.com slash sea explorer. <laughs> Still, if you Google it, and find the original sonar image, it kind of looks like the Millennium Falcon. Oh. And that is Rebecca's random facts. Thanks about the ocean. <laughs> oh, we could go so much deeper. Ha 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 ha. Ocean deep. That would be all. I fully expected to get cut off at Colossal Squid when Tiffany realized it wasn't a true crime random facts. It was a deep sea random facts. But it, she tried, but she failed. And payback's a bitch. I am very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I'm focusing on aliens. I can't remember what that thing was called for me to Google it and try and see the Baltic anomaly. It's probably going to make me also uncomfortable since it's under. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. How the turntables. So when you Google it, you see a lot of like rendered images that aren't the actual sonar scan. So I'll see if I can find a link to the original one to place in the blog for y'all. Perfect. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But there's a lot of speculation because of the low quality of the sonar that was taking of whether or not this is even there. Right. I want to believe it's an alien. I also want to pretend this night never happened and move forward with my life like they don't exist. You know, it's super cool. I almost covered the um, lonely whale, the blue sound. I think it's called the blue sound. Let's not go into that either. So whales. Oh, God. They communicate each other at certain pitches. Right. So most of them, if I remember correctly, communicate anywhere between 15 to 30 hertz. 
there's this one sound that they identified that operates at like a 52 hertz level. Hmm. And for a while, they thought this was like an anomaly and that the whale was by itself and they tracked the migration patterns. But they found that they might not be 100% correct. The whale might have friends and might still be able to communicate even though they're, the way they sing is so drastically different from all the other whale, whales on the earth. Interesting. Yeah. And so by, it could be a species of whale that hasn't been discovered yet. Maybe. When, when you say interesting, do you mean I hate it? Because that's, uh, that's what I get from this. No, but the lonely no. whale might have friends. No, I don't. Mm-mm. Interesting. <laughs> you realize the Georgia Aquarium is one of my favorite places on this planet. I do. Interesting. Do you <laughs> know that I still owe you payback to? Dang it. Gosh. So hold on to your knickers, it. girls. I'm so uncomfortable. I think this is the first time you've made me sweat profusely. Thank you. Profusely. Profusely. Yeah. No, I'm um I'm very sweaty. So thanks for that. You're welcome. Normally I have to like put in more effort, but this was fun. So <laughs> peek behind the curtain. Right before recording this episode, we recorded last week's Puck, the goat episode. I almost felt bad presenting this. And then Tiffany started talking about goats and I was like, perfect. Yeah, no, I'm very upset with this whole situation. My statement of Rebecca no longer being my friend has been redacted. Well, great. Thanks. So So happy. Now you're all by yourself over there in uncomfortable land. You're like the whale with the 52 hertz song. The lonely blue whale. So on that note... I think it's more like, oh, I can't make a whale noise. I'm not. I kind of want to try. Thank you, (laughs) Tiffany. We are the ladies of stretch. Apparently, Rebecca says the old whale. If you have any questionable topics. I hate this so much. <laughs> it's not even a whale. I don't know what noise that is. That was beautiful. I, I don't sound like Dory. I thought no. I sounded like Dory. <laughs> I'm in for a shock when I edit this audio. Yep. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. <sighs> Please record wait for it. that text. Oh, all right. Oh, mm. I got this. <clears throat> Remember, friends. <laughs> Payback's a bitch and I still owe Tiffany. And everyone has something that they find odd. Let us tell you why it's not. If you have any questionable topics you'd like us to discuss, you can share them with us on any of our social medias. Links can be found on our website at ladiesestrange.com. Ask can links to Tiffany's social media. Whale spam. Or you could email interesting topics to us at theladiesestrange at gmail.com. Blinking. Don't. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. And if you think we're doing a great job and want to support the show, you can find us at patreon.com slash the ladies of strange. Rebecca, I love hate you. Don't don't forget, I already did that part. Um, my brain hurts. Keep it strange, lovely. Bye-bye. I hate it. Boop, 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 boop,